Welcome, everybody, in the world to the Mike of the Pre-Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and around God's beautiful blue-green orb uh, that we call planet Earth. I am Michael Dupree. It is March 9th at the time of the release of this sode, this bad boy, this little ditty. I'm getting over a little cold, fellas. I got a stuffy... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got me a, I got me a, a, a major stuffy. <laughs> it's good. We're living, guys. We're staying alive. Uh, and um, it is the week after my birthday. Aw. Uh, Happy birthday, guy. Thanks. Thank you. Um, How did I miss that? <laughs> well, I mean, at Whoa. the time of the release of this... Uh, um, or the time of the recording of this, it's still a minute until my birthday. So, you, oh, yeah. all right, it's the day. The so week. I haven't missed the no, birthday. No, no, you're 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 totally good. And in fact, you're now the first person to wish me happy birthday this year. Oh yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> congratulations. Well, then that worked out. But at the time of the release of this episode, see, we're, we're planning it out. You so see, we still got a couple weeks, but I want to make sure that we get this episode out the week of your show, so it's like hot. It. It's the hotness. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, thank you. Happy birthday to me. I'm turning 28 years old this this, Shut up. this little baby year. I'm 28? Be, mm-hmm. Really? Is that old or young? Hey, you just strike me as being more mature. Aw. Yeah, I'm still a little baby. Uh, I still Such got I still baby. got two years until I have an existential crisis. Uh, <laughs> as to why am I not a famous man yet? Well, <laughs> if you're not drinking toilet water and... Uh, <laughs> Scavenging through abandoned buildings for food. I guess, yeah. Oh, yeah, because the the end of the world. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who I was talking to for a minute. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, my my major stuffy is uh, g- probably going to be a little prevalent in this episode. So got a little sniffle. So I'll try to sniffle away from the microphone. Try to <laughs> not cough directly into the micy. Uh, but we'll 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 make it. We'll make it by, guys. Uh, we'll make it through. Uh, if you've never listened to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour before, it is an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, painters, poets, artists, sculptors, directors, and I said sculptors again. We still haven't had any sculptors on the show. Directors, writers, improvisers, and more. Isn't that delightful? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it is also the world's only mandatory podcast. So welcome back, everybody in the world. Welcome. I hope people. you guys are all... Staying healthy. Is tomorrow, when is Super Tuesday? Is it the 10th? It's March something. Yeah, March 10th, maybe. Mm, I think tomorrow might be Super Tuesday. Wowee. What a big day. I wonder what the... Oh, no, it's actually the week before the release of this episode. How'd it go, guys? (laughs) March 3rd? Yeah, it's March 3rd. How'd it go? I mean, actually, tomorrow's the Michigan primary, so that's when we're voting, right? Wait, what? We're not voting on Super Tuesday, are we? Oh, yeah, I don't, uh, uh, this whole time jump thing Pretend. really throws me yeah. off. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, just pretend it's March 9th. <laughs> okay. So the week before this was Super Tuesday. What's, I wonder what the political landscape's going to be looking like in 
in that time. We are, just for full transparency, we were recording this the day of the Nevada caucuses. <laughs> Who knows if we have the results for that yet? That's uh, a good point. Yeah, we could still be... Like, we don't even know what the, the the real Iowa results were yet at the time of this, and we probably won't ever. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, I've been starting these podcasts a lot very politically this year because it's all that's been on my mind. Yeah, well, it's really, I mean, this election cycle has been going on for a year already, so. Uh, yeah. I feel like every episode this uh, this year so far, I've been like, so far, 2020's been going pretty good. Well, you know, except for everything <laughs> going except on in the world. Everything. But on a personal level, uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing pretty good, except for now that I have a cold. Uh, I went to Kansas City this last weekend. Nice. Uh, and that was pretty nice, uh, except for I got a cold halfway through it. But uh, got to say, uh, everyone told me Kansas City's barbecue is the best in the world uh, or best in the country. I mean, where are, who are, yeah, best in the country at the very least. Um, especially after I went to Louisville and they were like, oh, Louisville's barbecue's good, but go to Kansas City. I'm like, all right, went to Kansas City. I got to say, Louisville's is better. Maybe I just didn't go to the right places in Kansas City, but in Kansas City, they're all about the sauce, you know? They're all about the sauce. They're not about the, the tender meat. Right. It's like if the sauce is good enough, you could put it on anything. Yeah. doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter what the ribs taste yeah. like or right. the meat tastes like. Right. Just because the sauce will save it. Yeah. I, I need that tender meat, baby. I'm a big fan of the tender meat myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's introduce you. Uh, later on, we'll be joined by a very fun guest. Very excited uh, to have them on. Uh, but we'll get to them later. Uh, but for right now, we are joined uh, by one half of the creators of the Planet Ant original musical comedy, uh, the Detroit musical, which is opening this Friday, the 13th. 313 day. Uh, please welcome director Sean Handlin. Wow. Hello. How's it going? Great. This is your first time being on the show in any capacity. This is my first time in any capacity. This, which is amazing to me. I don't know how you have been in my blind spot. <laughs> to me as well. <laughs> my feelings were a little hurt. Yeah. <laughs> well, nothing personal. Because I was like, what more do I have to do? Yeah. I would cast you in you shows. Cast me in I shows. would work with you. You'd give me little shoulder like, touches. Kidding me? And now, finally, after long last, you're here. So congratulations, you made it. <laughs> I have made it. Check this off the bucket list. <laughs> yeah. And this is the last time. Mm. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, so let's talk a little bit uh, about, about who you are. So you've been, how long have you been performing for? Just in general. Uh, well, I mean, uh, honestly, it goes all the way back to high school. Mm-hmm. I was in uh, high school theater, and then um, after high school, I decided to do something more practical with my life, so I went into business in college. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then I found that very boring. Never once in my entire college career did any of my professors suggest that going into business would be very boring. I'd most likely be <laughs> bored out of my mind. Most business jobs, I mean, there are some that are probably really exciting. Probably not. But I think most of them are pretty I guess it depends on what mundane. kind of business you're in. Right. So I started taking classes at the Second City in Detroit, and what is now the Hockey Town Cafe, uh, back in 1996. Mm. What so. is business? That Now that I'm thinking about it, business, sorry, I'm going back to this. Sure. But just business school sounds like, it just sounds very vague. 
Like, I go to school to do business with my suit and my jet, my tie and my suitcase. No, that's <laughs> fair. That's like, fair. You know, because it is a very general umbrella. You go, you go for marketing, and then you work in, uh, you know, you go go to here, or you go into sales, or you go into accounting. But just business school, what right. what do you? What is that? It's just a general umbrella. I mean, it, it, and all of those occupations that you just mentioned are, are, are all concentrations within the business ah, school. I see. So you can get an accounting degree, you can get a marketing degree, you can get a management degree. Those with management degrees are the ones that the other business degrees make fun of because that one is in and yeah. of itself <laughs> very general. Yeah, I'm going to go be a manager. Right. <laughs> Uh, but then even within those, there are, 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 are specialties, too. You can go in, like you said, sales or logistics or PR mm. or... HR. S- HR, mm-hmm. which is in within the management degree. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, <laughs> a, 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 and my degree was a brand new program at Wayne State University, uh, which was management information systems. Up until then, the, the classes related to business oriented technology were within the accounting <clears throat> department so like crm system like what like what what would that what would that be mm, it, well you know <laughs> i kind <laughs> of I, I, I was literally one of the first people to go through the program so they were kind of still putting the program together while we were going through it so but it's mostly about product project management uh-huh. and uh, there was a little bit of coding involved, but not a lot. It was mostly how to utilize uh, technology for various business applications. Mm-hmm. In fact, I chose that over computer science. Because the because, business was in the title, and it implied the, lots of money. It, it, well, it, it, it implied less mathematics. I see. To go through the computer science, you would have to take a lot more mathematics. Mm-hmm. And not your strong suit? I, it was not. I, actually, it was my strong suit. I was pretty good at math. I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So, especially like the, the, the calculus and you start getting into all that theoretical stuff. It's like, Nothing. I can add, I can subtract, I can do basic story problems. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm fine. I'll be fine. I'll <laughs> be fine. So... But Has that I, ever come to bite you in the butt? You ended up like you're on the street and someone's like, quick, what's A2 minus B2 equals C2? <laughs> that has, has never happened. Okay. But it is, I think it has bit me in the butt from the standpoint of uh, I think I probably wanted to be a programmer. Mm-hmm. And at the time, at that time of my life, I feel like I didn't do it because it was hard. Mm. But then in hindsight, I realized I loved it because it was hard. Uh-huh. And just that feeling of accomplishment you'd get when you finally debugged a program and it was running as it intended. Uh, because that was such a frustrating process, while I was in college, I was young and dumb. And I really, I, I was operating my life under the, uh, the the philosophy of take the path of least resistance. Mm. Uh, and that has come back to bite me in the ass. At a higher level, I feel like so. I've had a similar path in that way. I, you know, kind of went for the easiest options, especially like in high school, uh, late high school, um, early college age, and uh, wasted a couple of years of my life figuring that out. Right. Oh well. Oh well. Hindsight, <laughs> you know. So you went to Second City, Detroit. So I started taking classes at the Second City, Detroit, uh, uh, to to uh, to revisit that uh, creative side of of my personality. How long had it been between? 
Uh, uh, I, I graduated high school eighty seven. Mm-hmm. So the so the uh, the, the last. Uh, uh, official theatrical work that I'd done was in 87 and then this was probably 96 so okay, it was so. almost 10 years later okay wow that's weird mm. Boy, <laughs> it goes by fast uh, so uh, so yeah so I've been performing since then you know even then it was one of those things where it was um, I certainly wouldn't have expected for it to go much further than just taking the classes yeah. at the second city uh, but before too long, I was hired into their touring company and uh, then to their main stage. Then I, of course, did ships with them for, for a little while. And mm-hmm. Then I came back and waded into the things at Planet Ant. And, and uh, uh, were were you part of the original kind of like when Planet Ant started uh, doing comedy stuff? Or were you a part of that original kind of uh, genesis of it? Or did you kind of join in after? It was uh, yeah, no, I was actually in the first original comedy that uh, Planet Ant produced. Nice. That, uh, Planet Ant uh, created and produced. It was directed by Josh Funk, who mm-hmm. who had been one of my teachers at Second City. Um, and then uh, for a little while there, it seemed like every time he had an opportunity to direct the show, direct a show, I was working with him, so... Were you with, uh, did you continue to do stuff at uh, Second City even once it went to Novi and, and all that stuff? Yeah, I was in the resident company cast that closed downtown, mm-hmm. and then I was in the cast that uh, opened the space in Novi. What was your, how did you feel like the uh, vibe changed between uh, uh, Detroit and Novi? I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I was really, I was really raw about the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, because I, I was living in uh, uh, Detroit. When I graduated from college in 1992, I actually moved downtown, and people thought, I mean, back in 1992, people thought I was crazy, mm-hmm. uh, but I had developed a love for the city the day I started at Wayne State University, um, and so uh, I, I loved downtown, even yeah. though it was it was much bleaker and, 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 and much more blighted uh, back in the early 90s. In fact, when I started coming downtown, it was probably rock bottom. Uh, but I fell in love with the city, and I was a big proponent of the city, which is a lot of where this uh, show comes from. So when they announced that they were closing downtown and moving out to Novi, I was uh, uh, pretty annoyed at that because I was like, that was a cool thing that was going on downtown. It was something that brought people downtown. I, I, I hate for it to go to Novi. I mean, to be fair, for a variety of reasons, attendance had started to slip uh, downtown. And uh, uh, some guy came along and tried to woo uh, the second city management, uh, try and convince them to move out to Novi because that was the new cool place to go, (laughs) downtown Novi. (laughs) So uh, uh, finally, (laughs) yeah, right. And so finally, after uh, 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 really, you know, after convincing them for a long time and after the, because the, the franchise, the Second City franchise here was owned by uh, Olympia Entertainment. Yep. So, uh, and after that relationship started to degrade, finally the Second City was like, all right, let's give this guy's a vision in, in downtown Novi a shot. And, and what annoyed me was like, it's going to go out to Novi and it's going to be a big hit and it's going to be packed all the time and I'm going to be playing to these packed houses and I'm going to be really torn about it because I'll be happy to be playing for a full house. But then I'll also be annoyed, like, why didn't you come when it was downtown? Yeah. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, I guess, depending on your perspective, uh, 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 it did not go well. It did not play well in Novi Why do you at think all. that is? Uh, 
And I think part of it was because uh, uh, Novi is, um, and those people that live in and around Novi tend to be more conservative, mm. whereas the second city has distinct liberal slant yeah. to its material. In fact, there was this one time uh, uh, we came up with this, this is back then, during the George W. Bush years. Uh, uh, there was this uh, scene that had been pitched where it was sort of a um, one of the things we were worried at the time was Chief Justice uh, uh, Rehnquist was going to uh, he was getting very old and people were afraid that he was going to die and that W. would get a chance to uh, uh, create another to, to pick another Supreme Court justice. So we had done this, uh, 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 we had come up with this concept where it, it was sort of a weekend at Bernie's concept where Rehnquist had actually uh, been passed away for several <laughs> months, but nobody wanted to let W know because they didn't want him to choose another Supreme Court justice. So, uh, and it was like crickets out there. So I mean, a lot of what Second City does has that, that political slant to it, and it was just crickets. So, uh, uh, and then when we would, because part of, when it was downtown too, it was satirical uh, uh, perspective of uh, of Detroit, of its home city. Whereas you couldn't really do a lot of that material out yeah. in Novi because and then it's like, now we're punching down, yeah. right? It's like we're making fun of a neighboring city that we have no vested interest in helping to improve. Right. So, uh, so a lot of the political stuff was eliminated. A lot of the Detroit satirical stuff was eliminated. Uh, uh, so it was... It was difficult generating material for the space, and ultimately, it did not do well. We did not even from the get go. We didn't have full houses. Hmm. Uh, it was a smaller. Uh, I think it was a two hundred seat room, and uh, you know, we would get lucky uh, to have a hundred, hundred and fifty people there, even on a Friday, uh, uh, Friday night, Saturday night. Hmm. Also, we were next door to a nightclub. So the second half of the 9 o'clock show and then the entire 11 o'clock show, uh, were, were, we were competing with the throbbing bass oh God. Uh, from the nightclub on the other side of the wall. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're just like, man, how much yeah. more fun would it be if I was hanging out over there? Right. <laughs> or it would be sure nice if I could hear what was being said in this... This right. maybe is a uh, you know sketch comedy show, and not have the impulse to get up and start dancing. <laughs> well, so, rest in peace to Second City Nova. Yeah, they also thought that it was gonna they were gonna be able to draw people. It would be it would be in the middle, so they'd draw people from Detroit and Lansing and Ann Arbor. And it was like, no, no, yeah. that's not that is that's not how that works. And if anything, you just eliminated anyone who lives on the east side of Detroit or downriver because ain't no one driving all the way out there. Plus, uh, the cops and, and, and nobody were, were super, you know, enthusiastic about being cops, so people would get pulled over all the time. Uh, it was, um, yeah, it was not a good combination. No good. So uh, um, <clears throat> were you, uh, during that time, uh, stuff was going on at Planet Ant, um, were you very invested in Planet Ant, or were you still, like, putting most of your eggs in the, the Second City basket? How was that? Uh, how did that kind of lay out for you? Uh, I was, uh, you know, I was mostly focused on uh, the Second City. Um, it wasn't really until I became artistic director in t 2011, 2012. I became artistic director in 2012. And that's when I really uh, became uh, fully vested in, 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 in what was going on at mm -hmm. uh, Planet Ant. 
um, up until then, I had produced several shows there. Uh, uh, in fact, I was, and I was part of the board, but um, it, I, I was still sharing time with other venues and, and the other, scope other, of, other preoccupations. The scope of Planet Ant's uh, uh, kind of productions weren't as frequent or as uh, kind not, of grand as they are today either. Not nearly, not nearly. Uh, uh, we would have seven, maybe eight uh, uh, slots per year mm-hmm. to program. And then so, Monday Improv, and that was it. Monday Improv, and that was pretty much it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <clears throat> so how did you, um, when did you and uh, Mikey Brown, who co-creator of the show and uh, uh, the musical director of, of the Detroit Musical, how'd you, wh- how did you, how'd you guys first meet? How did you guys first work together? Uh, well, Mikey Brown, uh, as you may or may not know, he was uh, the original employee at Planet Ant, even yeah. when it was a coffee house back in 1993. Yeah. Uh, the weekend it opened, he walked in and was like, "Hey, you need a manager." <laughs> so uh, you know, they he, he they he's been working at Planet Ant from the very beginning, on and off. There have been spells of uh, of times when he wasn't as uh, involved, but um, uh, but so I met him through Planet Ant, um, and he had just been. I had done a production called uh, Cancer the Musical, mm-hmm. uh, and he was in the band uh, that helped put that together for the for the first time too. Even though John John, John Edwardowski wrote the music for that, but Mikey Brown was part of the uh, initial band and he's a very talented musician. So uh, uh, you know he was a he, he he was a force in that show to be sure. Um, and then ultimately, actually, uh, left the pit. You know, while still doing band stuff, uh, entered the show as minor characters. Helped me out a few times. So, mm. uh, so, and in fact, I was even on a ship at the time, and there was a uh, the, the the board was trying to decide on what the uh, the two thousand nine two thousand ten season would look like, and uh, uh, they said I, I I was not there, so. At some point, it was suggested that Mikey Brown and uh, Sean Hanlon work on a musical together, <laughs> without really having any idea of what it was going to be. And so, there, uh, the the board was confident enough in that combination to say, "Well, we'll give them a slot, even though we have no idea what it is that they're going to put in there yet." Mm-hmm. So, and neither we, did you, <laughs> and neither did we. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I think Jamie Moyer was on the board, and she was. I, I, I was still talking to her on the phone regularly, and she's like. So, uh, 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 do you want to create a musical with Mikey Brown in the season next year? And I was like, yeah, sure. And mm-hmm. so, and then all of a sudden we were. So, um, so then we got together and we were just like, well, what is this thing going to be? Well, what are we going to do? And so we, we, we pitched ideas back and forth a little bit. And, uh, and I, and the, the concept was something that I had been thinking about because of my, uh, uh history in sketch comedy and my history of being a, a strong propon- proponent of, the, of of Detroit in general, mm-hmm. I was uh, already starting to think in my head of this this concept of I'd love to do a show that's supportive of uh, Detroit in a comedic way. And um, so I pitched the idea to Mikey as part of that initial uh, brainstorming session. And he said it sounded interesting to him, this, this concept of... Uh, following one family through 300 years, 300 plus years uh, of living in Detroit. 
where the, the, the first member of this family came with Cadillac in 1701, and then each generation just, for whatever reason, sticks around. Mm-hmm. So that was <clears throat> where we initially started, and then we started mm-hmm. writing and started brainstorming songs. Mikey would write songs, and, and I would come in with scripts, and you know he would give me ideas for 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 the book side of it and uh you know i would participate in, in in writing lyrics but he would come up with all the music and yeah so and uh, uh even there's animation involved in the show and he was behind uh, all of that so the goal was really to make it really a, a multimedia extravaganza so we'd have some animation we'd have <laughs> sketch we'd have music singing dancing yeah, so, and it uh, turned out pretty good. Turned out pretty good. This pretty is back good. in 2010 we put yeah. it up for the first time. And since then, how many times have you put up the show? We put it up on March, originally March 2010. Then On we, 313 Day then as well? Uh, no, it was actually, oh, just, there wasn't a 313 Day back then. Nobody gave, <laughs> nobody gave a damn. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, 313 is, uh, in fact, the, 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 the tone, of, especially of the ending of the show, has radically changed since then. Oh. You know, initially it was the 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 end the, the closing number was one of mm. hey everyone says we suck so fuck them. You know, yeah. they don't know us. You don't know us. Yeah. So um because that was kind of the mood in the area at the time. There was a a, a band of of uh, a band of supporters who were uh, who were enthusiastically supportive of the city. But for the most part, people were like, eh, Detroit, it sucks. Fuck it. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, even people who lived, you know, as you know, growing up here. Uh, then moved to Livonia. Then moved to Livonia. <laughs> Livonia. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, e- eventually someone in the family does move to Livonia. Yeah, right, right. That's right. one of my favorite songs in the musical. <laughs> uh, it is definitely a crowd, <clears throat> to be sure. Uh, because at the time, too, it was also uh, where Detroit was the largest predominantly African-American city in the country. Mm-hmm. Livonia was also uh, uh, statistically the one of the whitest, uh, one of the purest white in the city, in, in the country. Yeah. So Purest white, he says. <laughs> yes. So, uh, and I think that's changed. I think they've diversified a little bit uh, yeah. uh, there. But uh, so... So initially, it was very. Uh, no, we, it's Novi. We're cooler than you think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whereas now, it it it, it really go, the, the 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 finale especially comes from the perspective of this new change of uh, uh, those who had left coming back. Mm-hmm. So the end is sort of like a R and B breakup song now. Uh, uh, but initially, it was much more. Hey, screw you! We're 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 better than you guys think we are. So, uh, so we we initially put it up March 2010, which is ten years ago, uh, as it turns out. Uh, then we put it up later that day, uh, later that year, uh, in December 2010. We put it up at the uh, the Park Bar. Oh, okay. Jerry Bellinger saw the show and uh, uh, really dug it. So, and at that point, he was just starting to develop the space on the second floor as a as the Elizabeth Theater. Which didn't uh, uh, Jerry has since, of course, sold the the, the bar. But um, 
So December 2010, and then we didn't bring out it again till the Ant Hall opened. Oh. And it was the show that opened uh, in so that 2017. that was six years later. Yeah. Oh, seven, seven, seven years yeah. later. Wow. 2017, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so the the, and, the landscape of Detroit had changed significantly since then. How much had the... Have you, had you included that seven year attitude? I know you said you changed the ending, but was that uh, did you kind of how much did you add to the show based on that? Uh, I just just completely changed the ending, uh, I, but everything else remained largely intact because it was, you know, it was from a historically correct perspective anyway. Yeah. So it didn't really need to change as much. Uh, but I, I mean, I kept that component of the the the. I kept most of what was part of the original ending in, uh, actually, no, I didn't. I, so the whole ending had to change. Yeah. Um, because all of a sudden. Detroit was cool again. Detroit was cool again. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what inspired that whole idea of, oh, you're coming back now, huh? Yeah. Interesting. So it is kind of have that similar attitude. You right. Know, you, gotta, you have that context of that attitude of like, okay, well, <laughs> you, you run away from us in the 70s to come back. Right. I mean the seventies, the eighties, then uh, even into the into the nineties, and even into the aughts. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, I think technically, I think twenty twenty, they're hoping there'll be a population gain, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but it's still in a population decline technically. Really? So yeah, huh. I mean, there are some areas that have definitely seen an influx of residents, but yeah. the city overall, yeah, I guess that's true, continues to lose population. Mm-hmm. So actually, I think it was kind of, I think it was last year that DTE said that there were more power turn-ons than power turn-offs, sort of suggesting that there were more people moving into the city than moving out. Man. Still, still, still recovering. Yeah. I mean, well, it was brutal. I mean, it was brutal. Not only was the decimation of of our primary industry to both foreign competition and uh, uh, automa- automation, but it was a total PR nightmare. I mean, yeah. when I was a kid, it was, you know, it even had its own motto. The last one to leave Detroit, please turn out the lights. That's how nonchalant they were about abandoning their core city. Man. And it wasn't really until the 90s, under the Archer administration, uh, where they started reaching out. You know, people started coming back. So it wasn't until the 90s that the healing really started to begin. But by then, it had 20 years of some pretty... Uh, pretty rough stuff. Pretty rough, uh, pretty substantial abandonment. So um, so since that opening in 2017... Uh, how many you put on the show a couple more times? Yeah. The, oh, so 2017, and then we put it up uh, in 2019 last year. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that was the first time we did it in association with a 313 day. Got it. Oh, okay. Um, and now this year you're bringing it back again uh, in uh, partnership uh, with uh, Michigan Humanities. Uh, let's t- uh, talk about that a little bit. What is what's the deal there? Uh, well, uh, the, I mean, Michigan Humanities uh, is an organization. It's actually it's it's part of uh, the National Endowment. For the humanities, but their their whole goal is to get people, you know, interested in uh, uh, the humanities, uh, but also to, you know, to begin conversations uh, uh, creatively about uh, uh, about the humanities and history, and um, to deepen our understanding of ourselves, 
I think it goes and, uh, and to enrich the communities. Yeah. So, um, we are, so they give grants to things like this, things that tell our story. Mm-hmm. Um, we're one of only three projects in Wayne County, uh, to get funding this year. Wow. So, uh, but yeah. It's... The other two are Detroit Pistons games. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm uh, unfortunately, I'm not actually sure what the other two were. <laughs> Uh, but um, but they do touring programs and uh, 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 literary programs, really all of those uh, uh, things that sort of help to showcase and, and preserve our history, our culture. Very cool. So uh, uh, so after having um, done it last year as part of the three one three day, uh, Andy Maz uh, Andy Maziars, who has been you know, helping to, 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 to get grants, uh, for Planet Ant found that there is a grant available for Michigan Humanities, mm-hmm. uh, to, to do exactly projects like this. So we applied for it and, uh, we got it. And so now we're doing it. Hell yeah. Uh, how, how, uh, if at all has, uh, has it changed on this production based on last year or, you know, as compared to last year in 2017, uh, is it, or is it mostly, uh, Mostly the same. Well, I, you know, the, the, I like to change something every time I put it up. I mean, every time I put it back up, I, 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 I like to, not that there are that many shows that I get the opportunity to remount, uh, but for those that I have, uh, every time I do it, I like to change something just so if there's, yeah. you know, people coming to see it for, you know, coming to see it again, there's still little, uh, little surprises in there for even them. So the most substantial change, though, is between the first, uh, uh, between the the first time we put it up, the second time we put it up, and then because of the time difference, the difference between the second time and the third time was huge. Yeah. Uh, but then it wasn't as a, as substantial for uh, the one last year, twenty nineteen, um, with uh, the with the extra funding from Michigan Humanities, we were able to uh, uh, put a little more into it. Nice. So we have expanded the cast a little bit for this one. Uh, we've added a, a, another cast member. We have uh, an, Wait, it, to fill in like an, a role that already existed, so you didn't have, people didn't have to play as as many roles, or you people, had a whole different character. So people wouldn't have to play as many roles because there were obviously it's a, a it's a show that spans three hundred and eighteen years of history. Yeah. Uh, so the scenes move uh, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show moves very quickly. Um, I think the first, uh, I think it works out to 25 minutes in the 1700s, 25 minutes in the 1800s, and then about 50 minutes in the the 1900s into the 2000s. So the 20th and 21st century. So so the show moves pretty fast. Uh, There's lightning fast uh, costume changes that were necessary. So... And that would slow down the pace of the show. It would mean longer transitions. So by adding a, a person, is that me that's doing that? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't <laughs> Not know. me. It doesn't sound like one of my things. So I, I apologize for that. <laughs> uh, 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 so uh, uh, oh, so what was it? So so what had changed? Cast member. Yeah. Oh, the new cast member. Right. 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 So uh, so by adding a cast member and also by adding the band in this version. Uh, I'm able to, like I did for, uh, like I was talking, how I might get helped out with Cancer the Musical, uh, I'm using people from the band to fill in small characters mm. as well. So 
there's, so there's effectively nine uh, actors now. Very cool. So, um, and by adding another official, because uh, the, the full cast is six person. Mm-hmm. And it was originally written for a six person cast. But then initially we, uh, we, we had trouble casting it. So we, we, we knocked it down to a five person cast. So it had been operating as a five person cast when it was originally written to be a six person cast. So, but now that we're adding that sixth person again, I am going back, it's creating a ripple effect. So some of those scenes that had been cast scenes before, six-person scenes before, I've expanded back to be six-person scenes oh. again. So uh, so I'm adding some new characters. Um, uh, we're adding the band. Uh, but for the most part, the story is... Remains the same. Very cool. The story of the Lemaire family. So there's a there's oh it's a much it's a bigger boy. It's a, it's a bigger around. it's bigger it's bigger it's, <clears throat> it's a big baby it's a bigger baby. Well, I'm very excited to check it out this this time around. Yeah, uh, I'm super excited about it. So uh, this is that's opening this Friday. Yes. Three one three day at Planet Ant Hall uh, and it's running for only six uh, six shows right. It's uh, only six performances. So yeah. Friday. For three weekends? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two weekends. Oh. So it closes the 22nd. So so high school musical style. High school musical <laughs> style. Awesome. Uh, well, check it out, guys. Uh, go to planetant.com for tickets. <laughs> find Planet Ant on Facebook. Uh, you'll, you'll find it there. Don't worry. Yeah, planetant.com for sure. It's not going to be hard to find. Trust me. Uh, well, guys, we are going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to bring on our next guest. Don't leave, please. Please don't leave. Uh, beer back. Hello. I have a wine here, and I'd like to sell it to you, ma'am. It's made out of fresh Concord grapes. May I taste? Yes. Please present your glass. Uh, no, I don't. Oh, here it is. You did. You, I thought you came into here at Richard's Farm for a tasting. Uh, well, I just normally you have your own glass. Oh, you can have one of mine here. It's brought out of my special drawer. Oh. Here's your special so, tasting it's a, glass. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm really sorry to be a pain, but there's some dust and specks on. Oh, oh let me wipe it down for you. I'm so sorry. Uh, okay, all clean for you. Thank you. Now, would you like? We have three different types of special wine with Concord grapes. We have some made with red grapes. We have some made with green grapes. And we have some made with blueberries, but also Concord grapes. I'll try the third, please. Oh, you want to start with the blueberry and the Concord grapes. You're really going ham right off the bat. Yeah, I'm a little risk taker, I guess. <laughs> okay. Here are your Concord grapes with blueberry uh, from Richard's Farms. Now, sir, this is just a, a cup of blueberries and Concord grapes. Oh, you have to wait. First, let me pour it in. And now I must stomp them with my oh. fist. Oh. Ow! You broke the glass. I'm you broke Fucking hurt. The fucking hurt. I punched it too fucking hard and it hurts a lot. God. Are you okay? I'm. Fine, I'm fine. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. I mean, normally when you my hand is bleeding. Normally a lot. when you pr- 
punch whoa, glass. Whoa, whoa, what's the commotion over here? Uh, well, he, he punched a glass full of grapes oh, and blueberries. Your head's bleeding real bad. It's actually, a lot of that is blueberry and, Dad, and, and grape juice. Dad, I hurt my hand. Your head's bleeding real bad, sweetie. Just get me a wrap. A, a wrap? A bandage. Okay. I need to finish this tasting. Well, here's a tortilla wrap. All right, That's get all out of here. Get out of here, Dad. I'm your father. Get out of here. Can I have some wine? This is, okay, you Concord want some wine, grapes? too? You want some, too, for some Concord grapes. All right, I'm going to put them in a steel bucket this time, so when I punch them, I don't shatter the glass and my hand. Well, just, you know, be careful, you know? Shh. All right, here are two steel buckets for you. Oh, would you like to still try the blueberry with Concord grapes? Or would you like to try, perhaps our popular, the red grape? I, I think I still want my original. All right. Here you go. Wait, before you sip, it's still just the whole fruit, you see. Yeah. Papa, would you like the red grapes, Concord grapes wine? Would you like the green Concord grapes? Or would you like the blueberry with Concord grapes? Uh, I'll take the red grapes. Oh, very good, Papa. I knew I could count on you. Here's your whole Concord grapes. Now, before you sip, I see you looking at it very excitedly. I need to smash them down to make them liquids, well, you see. Shh. There's still glass in hers. No, it's a different glass, Papa. Oh, there is a little glass in here. Sorry, this is what I use to clean up the glass. You must understand. I understand. All right, I've picked out all the glass. Now it is time to smash the grapes down. Now we just need to add the alcohol content. Uh, that's I'm gonna pour some rum into these. Uh, that, that, that's that's rubbing alcohol. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you mustn't understand. You must understand. You misunderstand. I made this rum myself, and I didn't have any containers, so I had to use an empty rubbing alcohol container. You must understand. <laughs> I don't. I'm your father, and I don't understand. It's not rubbing alcohol, Wink. Um, he winked. All right. Here is a little bit of alcohol to add to your smashed good, good grapes. All right, here it is. One little bit for you and a little more for you, Dad, because I know you're an alcoholic. Oh, come on. All right. Here you go. Here, your buckets of here for you is a blueberry and Concord grape wine. And Papa, here is your red Concord grape wine. Let me know what you think. <coughs> oh, oh! Why is it salty? It's got salt in it. Why would you salt it? It's not a brine. It enhances the flavor. She's dying. <coughs> She's 
choking on the salt. You put actual salt bricks in there. What do you think? What do you think, my dear lady? <clears throat> it's pretty sweet. Yay! Wow, we <coughs> welcome back to the Michael the Free Friday Hour. <coughs> well, <laughs> I got a little dude in my throat. Uh, perfect comeback. I'm joined by Sean Hanlon, handsome man. Oh well, thanks, buddy. Yeah, You're a very attractive man yourself. Thanks. We are now joined uh, by a full-time mommy, uh, Trisha Oshinsky. Welcome, Trisha. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing well. This is a nice little setup you have here. It's fun. We're on the radio. Yeah. Uh, well, no, we're on a podcast. It's a like podcast. A, think uh, you know Netflix. Yes. It's like uh it's like that, but for radio. Oh. You know, you can listen to it anytime you want. Streaming. Yes. Yeah. My kids love that. They love streaming? Yes. What are their favorite uh, platforms? Oh, Disney Plus is a big favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, the obvious. Yes. Yeah. Disney Plus is a big one, yeah? It is. It's a new one. It is. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. You don't have Disney Plus, Sean? I don't have the Disney Plus yet. What do you have? Uh, Netflix mm-hmm. and Hulu. Yeah. And YouTube. Yeah. I have the premium YouTube. Me I too. Can't, I can't stand commercials. No. Oh, I... I love a commercial. I think really? they're so fun. Yeah, what, what, what's, your favorite, <laughs> what's your favorite commercial? I've never heard anyone say they like a commercial before. You haven't? No. I, I've heard They it. crack me up. Yeah. Yeah. That gummy bear one with the adults in the conference room. Have you seen that one? Uh, no, I don't think no, I have. Not either. Their adults are on a conference room table. Uh-huh. And they are talking about gummy bears. Uh-huh. But their voices are children. Oh, very silly. That is funny. So you, I mentioned you're a big fan of like Super Bowl commercials. Yes, yes. Is that like you watch the Super Bowl to watch the commercials, not the shit, not the game. Right. I watch the Super Bowl to make appetizers, mm-hmm. appetizers for my family mm-hmm. and the commercials. <laughs> what was your favorite uh, top three favorites this year? Oh, that Google one just had me uh, weeping. That was a sad one. Weeping. Not not familiar, Sean. I'm not familiar. What happened? It was, oh, this it's, you go through this old man's journey talking about his wife, and he's setting reminders. So actually, he I did forget. see I, I did see that one. Now that's oh. true. Now that's very. Sad. It was pretty. It was pretty sweet. Is yeah, like the Jonah Hill and Martin Scorsese one. Oh sure. Yeah sure. <laughs> not not one of your favorites. Though. I mean, I don't know. It was fine. <laughs> I know what I noticed this year. This was my first time watching the Oscars. I feel like since I was a kid, uh-huh. uh, and, I f- and I felt like that was a very similar experience as the Super Bowl of like they they put a, they invest a lot in the commercials, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of mess. Like very, uh, the New York Times had a lot to say during yeah. the Oscars. I feel like very specific to Oscars watchers uh, yes. commercials, which I thought was weird. I guess that makes sense though, right? Yeah, very televised, very very uh, popular television event. Yeah. Uh, so you are a full time mommy. Uh, time. which means, uh, you don't, you don't work outside of, you know, taking care of the kids. No, uh, I mean, I live and breathe for taking care of my family. Um, so has that always been your dream or did you ever have any other career aspirations? Did you ever want to go to business school? Uh, business school, not so much. Yeah, sure. I had dreams, but you know what? They didn't work out. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, I, I live for taking care of my family, but when four o'clock comes around, mommy opens that bottle of wine. Uh-oh. Mm. You don't even wait till five? No, four o'clock. That's when everybody That's when is everyone's at getting their, home from school, right? They're at their after school curricular activities. Uh-huh. How mm-hmm. old are your kids? <clears throat> I have a seven year old, a ten year old, and a sassy fifteen year old. Uh oh. 
Well, what's uh, who's the fifteen year old? What's what's their name? Oh well, uh, Mary Beth is just there's there's so much attitude on her. Yeah, I, that's about the age, right? That's about the age. She knows it all. She doesn't want me around. Mm-hmm. I'm trying though. But I, I still so? want that mommy time. You know, I try to plan days with her. She doesn't want anything to do with it. Um, I even encouraged to let her boyfriend sleep over. I thought maybe she Whoa. would like me more. But cool, mommy. Didn't work. No, no. I thought if my mom let my my significant other sleep over when I was in high school, that would I would I would think she was cool, mom. I already do think my mom's cool, mom. Extraordinary. Well, but she's a lucky lady. She's cool, mom. But yeah, daddy definitely wouldn't let 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 my girlfriends stay mm. over. Well, even after I turned eighteen. My husband's not home a lot, so I have a lot of say. He uh, travel for work? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Business school? Yeah, he's a business guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's know General what, business. General business. I couldn't tell you what he does. Really? No. I mean, you have a general idea. He he goes... He and, goes to work, gets on planes a lot, yeah. sets things up. I don't know. Do you ever miss him? Yeah, Always sure. Up? Yeah? Yeah. Do you talk on the phone to him pretty frequently? Oh... Uh, Yes and no. More text, you know. Yeah. Nowadays. Today's day and age. Yeah, yeah. What kind of phone do you have? Oh, I have a, just a simple iPhone. Yeah. Oh, that's a 3, 3GS, yeah? Mm-hmm. Old. It's mm-hmm. an old boy. Like yeah. 2009. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Simple, Gail. I don't use any <laughs> of those fancy apps. No. No. You got, like, can I see? Can I see your phone? Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. There so it is. So you got a Facebook... Uh, Angry Birds, all like, all eight different <laughs> versions of it. Yeah, my seven year old loves Angry Birds, so I let him use my oh, phone. You from don't time play it, though. No, you don't play any games on your phone. No. Hmm. So, um, so what does an average day look like for you? Oh, I get up at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. I make a hot breakfast for my kids. Wow. Uh, and you are cool, mommy. Get them ready for school. Um, and then I run errands. Um, I I love to take. Go on the field trips. If I've got the opportunity to go on a field trip, I uh, load up my Pacifica with tons (laughs) of treats and uh, always stop, get them ice cream on the way back, even though I'm not supposed to. Uh Uh-oh. You know, like to have a fun time with the kids. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be around. Yeah. (laughs) You may as well enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. You take care of them now, they'll take care of you later. Sometimes I wonder, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> but for the most part, I enjoy it. <coughs> you ever get hard? Pardon? Does it ever get hard? Oh, every day is a struggle. <laughs> That's why I drink at 4 p.m. Wow. Did you ever worry about the pending <coughs> climate collapse? <laughs> Knew that was coming. You know, I just recently just, I hear it all the time on the television and on the the morning news, Good Morning America. I don't really know too much about it, except for that I need to use less plastic bags and uh, try to not use bottled water. I I mean, the upside for you is that we're really beyond any kind of individual action that really needs to happen at a much larger level. So don't put that burden on yourself. Mm. Okay. Don't worry about recycling. Straws? Yeah, they kill fine. the turtles, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, but you're not the one making the straws. I'm not. Mm-mm. Exactly. We got to stop the people from making the straws. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And they can't because <laughs> infringement upon business. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. All so, downhill from here. Yeah. Well. Just make sure that you know, you teach them how to garden. 
because mm-hmm. they might be responsible for their own food at some point in their lifetimes. It's, a, it's not a bad idea. Maybe I will uh, do that this summer with them. Maybe it'll be something fun. Yeah. Gardening. What are, what are some of their favorite hobbies right now? Oh, well, my seven-year-old just loves karate, mm-hmm. so I've got him in a couple of classes. But now, you know, when I say it's time for bed and he kicks my shins and he tries to hurt me, it's it's a tough battle oh, to get him to bed. And I feel like now I need karate to fight back, fight back a little. The spankings <laughs> don't seem to, the threat of a spanking doesn't work anymore. That Plus, you never know what he's going to go to school and say to his teacher. Yeah. My mom hits me. What's going to happen? Yeah. You can't really do that anymore. No. Yeah. No. When I was a kid, it was totally cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I even on your end, you were you were happy with it. Yeah. Uh, even our teachers were allowed to hit us back then. Yes, exactly. You got you hit with that, a ruler. Do you wish that happened? It continued to happen. Sometimes I do. The yeah. way that they talk to me. You know, mm. I am such a nice mother, and you seem very nice. Horrible to me. I think but I still try. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's that Bart Simpson. Oh, you he know, is he's a, a bad influence. He is you tra- bad. You hear the way he talks to his parents? Yeah. He's got a mouth. Terrible. I think that's when it started, early 90s. Mm. Yeah. That's on the Disney Plus. Yeah. The Simpsons. Do your kids watch that? I don't let them. Yeah. What, what, what they do don't they need watch? any encouragement. What do they watch on there? Oh, goodness. Uh, what is that show with the, uh, oh, uh, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? Uh-huh. Yeah. That one is that's on That's a there. hot one. It's a hot one. They don't have yeah. parents in that show. But uh, it's S-U-I-T-E, right? It's yeah. Because they live in a hotel suite. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And then um, that uh, damn Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. My seven-year-old still likes it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not a fan? No. I mean, it's just silly, and they sing that damn hot dog song, and then it gets stuck in my head. Yeah. Was Britney Spears originally on the Mouseketeers? Yes, she was. And Justin Timberlake and Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. And Christina Aguilera, too, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, that that girl, she's Felicity. Felicity. Carrie. Underwood? Uh, mm, Russell. Carrie Russell. Felicity. She's on that spooky show I don't watch. On Oh, goodness. What is it called? The... Assassins or something. Okay. There's a show called The Assassins on Disney Plus? No, 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 no. That (laughs) one's on FX. My kids don't watch that channel. That's for when they're in bed. Yeah. But you can't you don't watch that either. No. (laughs) I don't. What are your favorite shows? I love oh geez. I I love that uh Big Bang Theory. That show tickles me. That's funny. Yeah. Bazinga. Bazooka. Yeah. Um, and I love that Modern Family show. Mm-hmm. It's Coming silly. Coming to an end, yeah? It is. I don't know what I'm going to watch. More. I don't really have too much time for television, no. though. You know, I mean, three kids and... What's that been? Nine seasons for Modern Family, though? Yeah, I think so. Now, uh, I do want to... Uh, I, I don't want to call you out too much. Okay. Uh, but I do want to put take the elef- call it the elephant in the room, if you don't mind. Um, you've had a, a loaded pistol... On the sitting on the gun, uh, it's my on the, right to carry it. it. You've had it sitting on the desk, pointing at me, and occasionally you'll rotate it to Sean when he speaks, mm-hmm. um, and haven't haven't addressed it. And uh, I just thought we should address it. I just, you know, I'm a mom on a mission, and I got to protect myself. So I wasn't sure what this was going to be like. This room with the drapes. I thought I'd bring it out. <clears throat> That's fair. You know. 
Sure. I, I'm not, I, I understand. I, you know, we're two very uh, tall, intimidating men. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in a windowless room. I uh, come packing snacks and packing heat. <laughs> Do you have that in the back of your, your, your minivan? Oh, or your, uh, what was I it? need that as a sticker, no. The, the, the Pacifica. Mm-hmm, Pacifica. Packing, packing. Pack are you snack. from Novi? No, I'm not. Oh. Give me the vibe. No. I'm from Beverly Hills. California? No. Oh, Michigan. The, the yes. suburbs. I forget. Mm-hmm. We've, I forget we have a Beverly Hills here. Yes. Sean, how do you feel about um, about the, the gun in the room? Um, I grew up uh, in a gang, so I... Uh, <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I, uh, I, I've gotten used to guns. They don't really scare me anymore. No? Do you have one? No, I don't. Oh. I'm actually terrified of guns. <laughs> okay. So you are scared. Here's the problem. I, 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 I got to get comfortable with them because I know I'm going to need one in the apocalypse. Yeah. Is that how often, how much of your day, okay. realistically, <laughs> how much of your day is spent thinking about the apocalypse? I mean, it's a it's a recurring bit with you. It is a recurring that, bit. That you, sure. are, that you are the apocalypse guy. But really, how much of your day, percentage-wise, is spent considering it? 10% maybe? <laughs> I feel like that's, that's a lot. That's still a lot for that a day. A lot. That's a lot. 5%. Let's go with 5%. I feel like I'm lucky if I think about it once a day. Um, I mean, I or think what, it, like once a week. I think about it in a lot of different ways, uh-huh. though, because um, uh, uh, I, I, I will watch videos about it. I will think... Like, I'll be driving by something and think, mm, that'd be a good place. I don't remember that place during the apocalypse. <laughs> I bet that, that'll be one of the last places to be looted. I bet that uh, would be a good place. What is that place? I can't tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so, so in the apocalypse, will you be, like, uh, every man for himself? Like, you you and a very tight-knit couple of people, maybe, are, are on their own, like... So if you and I went to loot the same place, you would you'd gut me, or do you think you would work with me? I think we would work together for sure. Okay, I want to just be sure. Unless you came at me, in which case I'd put you down. Yeah. Oh, like a dog. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, <laughs> you're getting excited over there. I, I'm torn about the gun, but I've got to get used to it. I got to get used to it. It's a, it's the world we're heading. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how to shoot a gun? Have you ever shot a gun? Before? I have actually. I was a hunter when I was a kid. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, uh, you never held one of these newfangled. Then blocks. I shot a squirrel once, and I was like, oh, "Come on, guy, why'd you do that?" Oh. <laughs> and I felt so bad about it. I never hunted again. They're damn delinquents, though. They really are. Squirrels, yeah. squirrels, and chipmunks. Always getting into things. Yeah, they've ruined the whole foundation to my brick patio. Oh, I'm sorry. It's terrible. Well, then I'm glad I shot one then. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I'd shot more. You should shoot more. Yeah, I don't even know if that's illegal. Let's make an agreement right here. Uh, if you put the gun away, okay. we, Sean and I will, uh, will hunt down all the squirrels around your house. I'll put it away. Awesome. My Michael Kors bag. All right. Now you just brought out a large hunting knife and put it in the spot that, uh, that <laughs> taking a, a large hunting knife and placed it in the spot that the gun was at and you inched it closer to me. Well. Do I get, do I have an intimidating presence about me? There's something about you I'm unsure of, but There's I don't know what. There. Yeah. There's definitely a darkness there. You kind of remind me of my middle child. Really? So I don't know. He's he's always sweet, 
but then there's always this little... When you turn around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. There's that spitball in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I got that vibe. Mm-hmm. I get that vibe of myself for sure. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sean, do you have any questions for, for our, our dear sweet... Mommy dearest, uh, you know you don't talk that much about your uh, your, your your husband. Uh, where'd you guys meet? Oh, we met in high school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, in were you in a class together? We no. He was uh, two grades uh, ahead of me. Mm-hmm. He was a baseball player. Nice. Did uh, your high school ever break into song? No, periodically? I sure wish it did. You song and dance numbers? No, I wish it did. Okay. Like that Grease movie. So your husband must have some hella glutes. Or that high school music baseball player. You know, he's got quite a belly. A oh, beer he's got belly. A belly. Yeah. Oh. No mm-hmm. glutes anymore? No glutes. Did he at the time though? Yeah. Nice glutes. But didn't we all? Yeah, not me. Mm-hmm. I'm in better shape now than I was in high school. I'm not even entirely sure what a glute is. But <laughs> oh, it's okay. your big old butt. Oh, all right. You got hell of a glute, Sean. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm very pleased with my butt. <laughs> Overall. Me too. Butts are nice. I mean, yeah. Not your husband's butt, though. No. You don't. Nothing eat... about him really. I, you know, to be honest with you, since I'm here, I feel like I can say it. I don't know how much I like my husband anymore. Really? Huh. Huh. It Why? Happens. It happens. He's just never <clears throat> around, and I'm just, you know, I'm doing it all on my own. And... Would you prefer that he uh, uh, get a job where he comes home every day? God, no. Oh, no. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah. So I'm, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe when the kids get older, I'll uh, shoot them. Shoot them. Oh boy! Take them for all his business money and <laughs> live my life. You could just get a divorce. <sighs> You'd still probably get all his business money. The neighbors will talk, and I'd rather it just look like we're a happy family, you know. But then, if you murder him, I think there'll be more talk, right? No, I don't think I'd be a suspect. I think you would be the number one suspect. That's usually how it goes, right? It is usually how it goes. I've mm. I've watched enough Law and Order to know. Well. It's usually the the spouse. Well, and then, especially since you're talking about it on a podcast that's going to be distributed globally. But it'll just be a one time thing, yeah. The podcast, yeah. No, like you could, a television. You will be show. able to listen to this podcast as long as the. I guess Pinecast exists. <laughs> so you're you're telling me my children could hear this someday? I I would I would say it's likely that that everyone you're talking about will hear this. Maybe very soon. He's just that guy. the the variety hour just has that kind of reach. I yeah, did, it is I, a mandatory I, podcast. It has that following. <clears throat> the Craigslist ad didn't I didn't understand that part. Mm, yeah. I do just put out a general pot Craigslist ad that says People need it. <laughs> and I put my phone number and a picture of my It my seemed stomach. interesting. Yeah, that's all you need to do. Uh, that's how we get so many ridiculous characters. You know, I will tell you, um, you went to Kansas City for barbecue? I, yes. I'll tell you what. Uh, I mean, I went there to visit my <laughs> my father-in-law, not, oh, uh, not for barbecue. Well, why don't you come over to my house sometime and I'll make you some ribs. Oh. Okay. You want some tender meat with a good sauce too? Yeah, you can come over to my. I'm more house. interested in the tender meat. Even a dry, good dry rub sounds good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I mean, I will take the sauce too. Okay, you're getting angry. I can I tell you. I'm going to bring that gun back out. <laughs> you, you, well. I'm I, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you to come over and eat my ribs. Okay. <laughs> that. <does>. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. You know, I mean, you, you don't got to tell me twice. All right. I'll put a, the gun away. Thank you. And the knife? Where's that staying out? I'll put the knife away. Wow. Thank you. All right. Now you're bringing out. What is that? Is that like a, is that like a switch? Is that what those are called? Those like, a, like it's like a long, blunt. Yeah, that's no, a switch. Yeah, okay. That you use to uh, uh, whip people. Yeah. How are you holding so many weapons? And you're uh, you're just wearing like a t-shirt and jeans. My purse is like a Mary Poppins bag. I see. Well, I'm not a fan of all these weapons. Well, I'm not sure I'm a fan that this will be out for everyone to hear whenever they want. Hey, uh, that's why you signed the release, right? Yeah, and, and you can also use use if your if your husband disappears mysteriously you can use this as your defense be like would i go on a nationally internationally known podcast and talk about how i'm going to murder my husband exactly. and then murder my husband mm-hmm. no it doesn't make sense and i'd have it to doesn't. cut this part of the conversation out mm-hmm. well if you can do that do it <laughs> i guess i could also cut out the part about you talking about murdering your husband and your, uh and all that yeah but i may i probably won't i mean don't you ever think about that think about what murdering your husband yeah uh don't most women i i don't have a husband i do have a wife mm. um and i have not very frequently thought about murdering her maybe mm. she's thought about murdering you oh sure she has <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure well, there she it is. Has. i guess you're right i'm sure it's it's come to her mind like i, I could make it happen nobody would suspect her even though she is my wife she's she's too sweet uh Oh, she, she. If anyone's gonna kill me, it, it should be her. I mm. think. You got a sweetie wife. Yeah. Treasure that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you seem sweet. Uh, beyond the very uh, violent undertones. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do other than uh, drink wine at four p.m. to to relax yourself? Oh, sometimes I go into the bathroom and I open the window and I have a cigarette. Ooh. My seven-year-old caught me last week. I told him I was fixing the screen. Mm-hmm. I think I fooled him. To fixing the screen of the cigarette? Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't see the cigarette. He just uh, wanted to know why I was in the bathroom. I see. With and not window. answering him. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Well, but now I, he's going to know you were smoking. When he hears <sighs> this in the future. Very true. I can't answer any of these questions, honestly, then, huh? Well, what would you have done differently? Hmm. Anything in, in your life that... What would you, what, if you could t- change anything, what would, if you had a chance to change your fate, would ya? You know, I think I would have finished college. Yeah? Yeah. You drop out? I did. Like, to get married. What were you, what, what were you going for? Oh, I, um, it was just kind of a general degree at the, at the time. I'd Liberal only been arts? there a year. No. Associate. You were just going for like an associate's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't last long enough to make that choice. Fair enough. Yeah. So you were, you were there to get you were there to find a husband? Probably. No, I was still with my husband, but he was, you know, like I said, a couple years ahead of me. So he was out of, of uh, college and proposed, and I said yes, and then the kids started. Were you happy happening. at first? Yeah, yeah. And then the kids started having the kids, and he started traveling. Yeah, and mm. you know, I love my kids, but I also hate my kids. Oh, well, maybe you should kill them too. No. No? <laughs> don't no. want to go there? No, I don't want to go there. <laughs> Just the husband. It's pretty dark. It's Just pretty dark. Husband. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, when they're adults, you don't have to do it now. Well, maybe they'll be better. Maybe all this love and 
you know. Maybe not, though. You know what, Michael? <laughs> Maybe two of them don't get the opportunity to become adults because of <laughs> the impending climate <laughs> disaster. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Mm. Hopefully at least they're 18 until they die, when they die, uh, of starvation and um, being burned alive by our oh, uh, greenhouse. The last effect. to starve will be the first to suffocate. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our show. <laughs> I'm going to end on that note. Uh, go see the Detroit musical this Friday. It follows the story of the Lemaire family from uh, landing here until now. Until now. Uh, anything else you'd like to say, Sean? Thank you for having me. This yeah. was a uh, pleasure. It was fun. Anything else? Uh, anything else in the in the um, pipe uh, for the rest of the year for you? Uh, any plans? Um, yeah, not that I can really think of off the top of my head. Uh, oh yes, and uh, uh, we had Ellen on last week, uh, but make sure you go see Glamway. Uh, that is also closing this weekend, so you can go. You go see. Detroit musical opening this Friday and go to Glamway on Saturday or Sunday or mix it up however you want. Uh, but go see Glamway closing this weekend. Uh, it's going to be donk in the best way. Right. <laughs> uh, and also uh, the sketch show that is paired with Glamway. I, ca- I can't remember the name of it now. It's, it's slipping my dang mind. Uh, can I say that? Can you say the name of the sketch show? No, I think that's the name of it. Can, is it okay to say that or something like that? Oh, is it okay to say <laughs> Is it okay to say that? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, is it okay to say this? That's is it okay it is. to say this? Uh, yeah, so go see uh, Is It Okay to Say This and Glamway closing this weekend. And also go see Detroit the Musical. Yeah, if you're looking to celebrate the 313 day, uh, the whole opening night is gonna there's gonna be a party around it too. Yeah, so there's there's food at that usually, and there'll right? There'll be a panel discussion. And, and uh, is there food? Or am I am I am I pimping you guys I th- into I preparing think food? I, I'm reasonably sure there will be food. Okay, yeah, panel discussion, all that fun stuff. Yeah, we're looking to get a lot of fun stuff happening at the end this weekend. Uh, so if you're it. listening to this and you've got a place and you, that serves food and you would like to donate food for the opening night, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be great too. I'll donate a couple can canned uh, beans for my my pantry. Okay. I mean, I don't know. If <laughs> I'll prepare we, them for uh, you. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll oh, boil okay. them. I'll boil yeah, them. Great. It'll be a potluck. It'll be, yeah, we'll I'll, boil some, potluck. I'll boil some canned green beans for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys all so much for being on the show. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, uh, Trisha, for, for joining us. Um, you've brought all three weapons back out and are pointing them at me. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. Um, but Until I get into my Pacifica safely, they will all be out. That's fair. All right. We'll, 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 we will let you go. <laughs> we'll be back next week with more fun. Bye. Michael Brie Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Amp Podcast Network. If you like what you heard today, give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you're so inclined. And uh, follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Wow, that was great.